0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amax.
1: Third and six. Here's the blitz. Kept downfield for Lazard. Broken up by Shelley. There is a flag at the end of the play. Pass, no this might be P. Oh! Ho, ho, ho. oh, oh ho. That's game, baby. Eight and four season. We did it. Campbell, you beautiful guy. Twice today, they've thrown a flag and picked it up. There is no foul for defensive pass. pass what the f***? K-State again? <laughs> and it's now fourth down for- Live from WHO HD,
0: it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy.
2: Now, get ready to sound off. Alongside John Sears, I'm Keith Murphy, and I know many salty Cyclone fans who are still not over some of the calls in that game. And I
0: don't think they're going to be over it for a while. I mean, there were some yellow flags that got picked up numerous times
2: that probably shouldn't have. Play Notre Dame in the Camping World Bowl. Maybe That'd be get fun. over quicker. That'd be yeah, that could If it happen. happens. Yeah. Uh, call 515-282-9010 to sound off live. The Hawkeyes curb stump the Cornhuskers in Lincoln 56-14. to If Nebraska's not rethinking football, it should be.
0: That was a beatdown. And the Cyclones lose a heartbreaker on that final play. Give us a call. Sound off 515-282-9010. Let's get it going.
2: Cyclone fans are sick and tired of being screwed over. Let's start with two truths. One, the officiating at Kansas State was too often terrible. And two, Iowa State could have won anyway. The two are not mutually exclusive. Cyclone fans reacted to the gut punch loss at K-State with outrage. Some even cried, fixed. But K-State did not cover the points. And it's better for the Big 12 to have the team, Iowa State, that beat Oklahoma and TCU to have eight wins, not seven. Another theory goes the Big 12 wanted Bill Snyder to win what could be his final home game. More likely than shenanigans, just garden variety incompetence, highly influenced by surroundings. Behavioral economist Tobias Mokowitz writes in his book, Scorecasting, that home field advantage exists chiefly because referees subconsciously want to please the crowd. It's human nature. Officials also subconsciously favor living legends and powerhouse programs. Who do you think gets more calls? Tom Brady or CJ Bethard? Duke or Drake? Bill Snyder or Matt Campbell? Alan Lazard was clearly interfered. I've seen high school proms with less holding. An official made the easy correct call, conferred and picked up the flag again. Bad look. Also, a bad look frustrated fans turn conspiracy theorist. Take a cue from Campbell. Campbell said the Cyclone's blue details that can't be missed to take down K State. He's right. That includes red zone fails, questionable clock management, and K State marching 87 yards in less than two minutes. This is the best Cyclone regular season I've seen in 30 years. Iowa State beat two top five teams and had a chance to win every single game. Clean up the details, keep winning, and Iowa State becomes a program that benefits from bias. Now Keith, the mood was much different for
0: Hawkeye fans in Lincoln. Iowa steamrolled Nebraska 56-14. to Hawks finished 7-5 and now wait for either the Pinstripe or Music City Bowl to come calling. This win certainly doesn't save Iowa's season, but. Beating the absolute crap out of Nebraska definitely re-energizes the fan base. 12 games in, I still don't think we totally know who or what this Iowa team is. Head-scratching losses to Northwestern and Purdue to go along with a last-second loss to Penn State. Then you have the 31-point woodshed beating of Ohio State. That's football. On the other side, you have a Nebraska program that has reached a new level of embarrassment. Huskers finished the year 4-8. Same record as Rutgers. Worst season in 56 years. The last time Nebraska had four wins or less, John F. Kennedy was president. In fact, the Huskers have more losses in the last three years than they did in the entire 90s era. Remember when the Cornhuskers joined the Big Ten and Big Red fans thought they were going to just jump right in and dominate? Delusional. Now they're about to hire their fifth coach in 20 years. Heck. The Husker defense might have trouble slowing down Dowling Catholic. The Blackshirts gave up over 50 points four times this year. That's never happened in 127 years of Nebraska history. My daughter wants to play flag football. I told her we can re-watch the Heroes game so she can see what it's like to not tackle someone. Nebraska will never be Nebraska of the good old days. Those days are long gone. The problem is trying to explain that
2: To a Nebraska fan. Like Cooter Wright, who may show up by the end of the show. Just might. Uh, Let's get to the um, live calls here. We'll get it started with uh, Bing in Marshalltown. Bing, what did you think of that uh, heartbreaking cyclone loss in Manhattan? Well, I think we all thought the officiating was not the best or most upbeat for Iowa State. But we also got to realize that we made some questionable play calls there at the end of the game, so it might be a two-way street like Coach Campbell said. Maybe we need to look at both things to go forward with the football program, which I am happy to say is a great program now, and I think it will be in the years to come. Yeah, that's a, a, a good call there, And I think Jay. a lot of people
0: are, are wondering, when they ha- Iowa State had the ball back, why didn't they run the ball? Make Kansas State use their timeouts, and then if you have to punt, the Wildcats probably get it back deep in their own territory with maybe a minute left. Inside of a minute, I, I would much say. much harder to drive down the entire field uh, than it is with two minutes and two timeouts left.
2: Many fans like, though, the aggressiveness of just trying yeah. to put it away, and if that pass interference call holds up, which it should have, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the it's United open. State wins that way, too. Les is in Ames. Les, what do you make of all this?
1: Man, you know, guys, it's frustrating. Keith, you said it earlier. You can't let games like this come down to a call like that you know and and it's frustrating for fans you know because we, we feel like we've been robbed of one but you know same thing happened the same thing happened against oklahoma state you know it, it came down to the refs and if again if iowa state wants to wants to stand out and be a team that's known for you know known in the big players for taking care of business they need to win games like this guys all
2: right thank you les always nice to hear from you it is time for lookalikes more live calls coming up later in the show the lookalikes Need a local connection if possible. Send nominations to sound off at whotv.com. Old Spice judges Nick Tournabine uh, of Urbandale says his wife is adamant that Iowa State point guard Nick Weiler Bab looks like actor, is it Shemer? Is that how you say his name? Shamar. Shamar Moore? Shamar. Shamar. I think it's Shamar, yeah. Shamar Moore. Don't watch Shamar Moore's show, but Old Spice, does he look like Nick Weiler Bab? <laughs> Shamar and Nick do look alike. Kirk says Boise State basketball coach Leon Rice looks like Des Moines attorney and former Iowa point guard Troy Skinner. Old Spice. That's
0: pretty good. One has gray hair, one doesn't, but otherwise. You guys are on a roll.
1: Guys, you're going to want to see what's bugging Andy. I'm going to get mushier than that green bean casserole that Murph hates so much.
2: at Sound SoundOff13. Jonathan writes, I always roll my eyes when people complain about refs losing the game for you, but I'm having a hard time not throwing my TV across the room.
0: <laughs> That's obviously from the Iowa State game. Kevin writes, if I am going to criticize last week, I need to praise this week. Way to go, Hawks. At least Iowa was nice and let Nebraska score in the first quarter so they could let their balloons go. It's the
2: small wins for Husker Football Nation. Always hesitate to use the word quit, but Nebraska just did not want to be there for the second half of that football They didn't game. even try to tackle Akron Wadley numerous times. Uh, they knew their coach was gone. Yeah. They knew the season was going nowhere. Uh, and Iowa took advantage, mm-hmm. which is what you should do. It's Thanksgiving weekend, and even Andy's feeling thankful. It's what's bugging Andy.
1: Looking back on this football season, I think it's easy to say that I'm more thankful than I was last year at this time. And that's a good feeling. If you give me two minutes, I think you'll agree. I'm thankful we didn't see North Dakota State this year. No one did. That the Cyclones and Hawkeyes beat their non-conference opponents and kept their pride intact. I'm thankful for one of the best Cyhawk games I've ever seen. A packed house, a beautiful day, lots of scoring, and overtime. Even the Cyclone fans who left, sad that their team had lost, felt like there was a good season to come. And you know what? They were right. It usually takes hindsight to be thankful for a loss, but we can be thankful nonetheless. Without that loss to Texas, the table wouldn't have been set for that win at Oklahoma. Without the loss of Jacob Park, there'd be no gain of Kyle Kemp or Zeb Noland or that feeling that no matter who came along at quarterback, the Cyclone coaching staff had them prepared to succeed. Speaking of coaches, I am thankful that we have two gentlemen coaching our biggest teams. They preach humility, they value teaching, and they never, ever treat the media as an adversary. I'm thankful for a pair of Iowa natives at linebacker. For Josie Jewell, the latest example of how Kirk Ferentz is the King Midas of college football coaches. He takes a player that everyone else overlooked and turns him into an NFL draft pick. And for Joel Lanning, who says yes to everything. Play linebacker? Yes. Play on special teams? Yes. Hey Joel, my kids would like to speak with you. They want to know if you'll clean their rooms and eat their broccoli. I'm thankful for a pair of running backs who've repeatedly made this grown man stand up and cheer in front of his TV. And I wanna say thank you to the teams themselves because no matter what happens in the bowl games, no one can take away the win over Ohio State and that win over TCU and the parties that happened on the fields afterwards. It was a blast, it was a pleasure it was a season that I am nothing but thankful for. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Some nice
2: perspective from Andy. The Hawkeyes won three of four trophy games this season. That includes the Heroes Trophy that was here on the Off set a couple of weeks ago, and John tried to steal it. Uh, what, I when we come back, more of your live takes at 515-282-9010. Derek, Tyler, Nick, and Lucas next. Facebook is Nation Scott writes, yes, the refs blew the call by picking up the pass interference flag. However, run the damn ball on first, second, and third down instead of throwing it. The game ends long before K-State is in scoring position. The winning play started with 11 seconds left. Bad, bad coaching. Reg writes, Big 12 officials
0: strike again. There is no logical reasoning other than the head official, at a bare
2: minimum, had ulterior motives. Ken writes, ISU is by far the better team today. Bad play calling combined with three picked-up flags gave Coach Snyder another stolen victory over a better team. Ten years of losses to K-State should have been ended today, but instead K-State sneaks an undeserved victory. Mm. Who's in your five? What's this? No, no thank you, green bean casserole pushers. You filled my inbox with enough photos to make me lose my appetite. So these are smart people. No, no. All right, number five, Claire's four-year-old may love it, but I don't. Uh, number four, US cellular guru Doug Eklund. This looks gross. Oh, he's a smart guy. I would not eat this for a free iPhone X, Doug. Or is that a 10? Uh, number three, Channel 5's Jonathan Schaefer. How oh. how dare you, sir? He's,
0: he's a smart guy. Look at that. That's a
2: smart, that's a good picture there. Respect your elders. Number two, registers Tommy Birch. First time you've invited me over to your house all these years, we've known each other, and it's for this crap. Tommy's a good guy. That's a great picture. And number one, Cares Brandon McCauley. You didn't even make green bean casserole. You just sent me raw ingredients. Shame, shame.
0: Man, it's a lot of hate (sighs) towards green bean casserole.
2: Lucas is in Mount Air. Back to the topic of football, not green beans. Lucas, what's your takeaway from the Thanksgiving weekend? Hey, just wanted to give a shout out to all three state teams this weekend. I went in the second half, putting up, what, 42 to nothing points. Yeah. And then Iowa State, tough loss, but still impressive win. Or not impressive win, impressive loss, but then you and I. You and I just. Yeah, you and I crushed Monmouth. Just
0: steamrolled Monmouth. And Eli Dunn, the Grinnell native, four touchdown passes, the FCS Performer
2: of the Week. John, watch this catch here by Farley, the linebacker. That's a pretty good grab for a line. You went Odell right there. Uh, Nick is in Carroll with a thought on Iowa State and bowl games. Nick, what do you think? Well, I want to know, do you think they'll be playing on New Year's Day? And is Campbell going to be whisked away to some big program now. I think Campbell will be back on Iowa State sideline next season. I've been saying that all along, and nothing has changed my mind about that. And I don't think they'll play
0: on New Year's Day, but I think they'll play in a good bowl game. Right now, all the projections have them in the Camping World Bowl, which I believe is on December 28th. Nothing is guaranteed right now, but those are all the projections. Not going to be a January 1st game, but still going to be a good game, likely against an ACC or maybe an SEC
2: opponent. Yeah. What have we learned in the first two weeks of basketball season? That's Ooh. part of face-off, along with Baker Mayfield's crotch grab. Next, you can email the show, sound off at WHOTV.com. Iowa was predicted to go. See, taunting me, even yeah, old casserole. Taunting me with that green bean casserole. Uh, Iowa was predicted to go six and six in what most consider a rebuilding year. They dismantle Ohio State and Nebraska and beat the best ISU team ever. Iowa went seven and five, same record as ISU. Yet media and Cyclone fan base is calling it a historic season, while saying Iowa underperformed and disappointed. Perspective, please, Ryan and Adele.
0: When Matt Campbell talks about changing the culture, he is referring to fans in addition to players. We lost a gut wrenching game that wasn't officiated well, but we have to move on instead of continuing to talk about conspiracies and getting robbed. We can and will continue to move to improve, fans included. That's from Decker in Altoona. That's a good email. I agree with that. Time for more topics, we call it Face Off. Keith, both the Hawkeye and Cyclone basketball teams are four and two. Iowa State has looked better since losing to Milwaukee. Iowa's best win is against UAB for seventh place in the Cayman Islands. I think the Hawkeyes are by far the more disappointing team early on. Sure, they're young, but that's not a good excuse. Plenty of experience, European trip with everyone, and still no
2: defense. Four returning starters. Hawk's strength of schedule outside the conference is so weak, these two bad losses now force Iowa to go big in the Big Ten. Iowa State looked lost, as you said, against Milwaukee, but quickly found flow in four straight wins. Bottom line, though, it's November, and we don't know much yet. Just hang on. It
0: is still early. All right, former Oklahoma coach Barry Switzer says Madonna and Michael Jackson paved the way for Baker Mayfield's crotch grab. Considering the King of Pop and Madge were in their primes before Mayfield was even born, I'll say no to this
2: excuse. Did Switzer blame Mayfield's profanity on Richard Pryor? That's a dumb take, but it is entertaining. Speaking of Mayfield, teammates carried his jersey
0: out to midfield before Saturday's game. Side note, Mayfield is still alive, not sick, just not a captain for the final game. This seems a bit much. He didn't die. (laughs) He
2: grabbed his crotch. They should have carried his jock to midfield. <laughs> just, carry, just walk out there with it.
0: Oh, all right. Ohio State quarterback JT Barrett was injured before the Michigan game by a cameraman on the sideline. Cameraman apparently hit him in the knee as he was warming up.
2: Urban Meyer is calling for an all out investigation. Was the cameraman wearing black glasses, a Michigan ball cap, and khakis? You might be onto
0: something. All right. Finally, look at this. I had some leftover green bean casserole this weekend, and I think I can argue that leftover GBC might
2: taste better. I still have some, if you want me. That's leftover green bean casserole. Oh, look, oh, oh. it look, it looks like you threw up on your plate. It looks delicious. It looks like you puked on your plate. No thanks. Over under overrated. Nebraska football brand since the turn of the century. The Cornhuskers no longer have a top, tw- top 25 program have heaven for more than a decade. Underrated Nebraska
0: before the turn of the century. There's a reason people over 30 can't get over it. Nebraska
2: was a top five program with five national championships. When is Nebraska gonna, going to announce Scott Frost as the head coach? I mean, that's going to happen. I would, uh, oh, uh, hold on. Oh, let me just. Uh, oh, um, look
1: up okay, where are we? Oh. Oh, okay.
0: Sorry, guys. I got a cycling game to get to. Uh, you got one minute. Did he pick up a flag there? I think he picked up a flag.
1: He did.
2: He hasn't lost all his senses, apparently. Um, let's get to the, uh, the the thoughts. We'll get a quick thought from each of you. 60-second sound off. John is in Dixie. Hi, John. I've because Cal went to his house and beat him on the road. I'm going to have to buy a vowel, uh, John. Was he? I'm not sure. Uh, Derek is in Eagle Grove. Derek, go ahead.
0: Hey, guys. Uh, GBC is straight-up trash. Um, am I the only one that realizes that K-State just drove the heck out of the ball down Iowa State's throat at the end of the game? I mean, I'm just as upset by the end of
2: everything else. Yeah, 87 yards in under and two minutes. wasn't a
0: freshman quarterback as well?
2: Yeah, uh, a they, Richard they, freshman. That you had
0: pretty much held in check all game, and then that one drive. Yeah, they did – you got to give credit to Kansas State as well. Made some plays. Yeah.
2: Uh, Kenny's in Altoona with a thought on the awful green bean casserole. No, 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 Kenny, you're not here to defend this dish. Absolutely, you just have not
0: had the right combination because there's well over a hundred
2: different ways to make. All the Good ones stand. I've had are bad, Kenny. Good call, Kenny. <laughs> right, I'm Kenny. with you, uh, uh, Tyler. A smart man, Tyler. Final thought: Packers and Steelers. Yeah, it was a great game all the way through. Just thought it was pretty questionable that there was a no-call on the helmet-to-helmet contact. Like if that was against Big Ben or if it was Rodgers, then it might have been called. Want to get your guys' thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, I could see the Steeler guy getting a fine for that because it was helmet-to-helmet on when Hunley went down late, late there at the end of the game. But, uh, man, what a win for the Steelers.
2: Did you notice Tiny Ruff was blind tonight?
0: And he picked up a yellow flag. Oh, that'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are too. We leave you with the Sound Off Send Off, a tradition unlike any other. Coup de ray memories after Iowa again beats Nebraska. The N stands for kneel
1: down and worship our greatness, and the N will soon stand for knock the crap out of the Hawkeyes. (coughs) You Iowans make me sick. Quick, Hog Humper. (laughs) I bet everything in this here double wide, the Huskers will win by fitting. There was one thing that will never change. The Huskers kicking ass in the Big 12, that's it. It is ordained by God. I was really looking forward
2: to seeing Big Red Leia Whooping in that town, and we stuffed ourselves in our brand new motorhome we got here. We live in it too. I swear I followed my compass straight west out of Lincoln. Hey, we finally made it over that hill, but hell, we drove for two bitchin' days. Are you smoking? You're here to provide a good example of a Nebraska fan. Smoking is a bad habit. Well, look here, you prissy little
1: peanut fairy. <laughs>